You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. I don't know who's going to try to catch that. I'm, re- I'm actually recording it. So. All right. You hit the button over here already? Just a heads up. I got like four or five on one side. <laughs> I had it completed. You have to savor that. We I, are live. I had it Ladies done until Jeremiah uh, screwed it up. Just saying, but you can't beat me. No, I can't. These are the epitome of like being fun to play with, but you have no idea what that is. It's just our, like our fidget spinner. Yeah, for sure. There's a Welcome to, it. to the Boss Hog Liberty <laughs> Podcast. This is episode number 101 of Essential Indiana's favorite podcast. I'm Jeremiah Morrill. Today I'm joined by co-host Mr. Dakota Davis and other co-host Chase Payton and producer Chris Guffey. Today's episode is featuring Joey Molinero. Did I say that right? You said it perfect, man. I Spot did on. say it right. As he, long as Ben Pizza's not here, we can get through this. <laughs> exactly, man. Get the guy out of here. He uh, he is from the Espresso Podcast and also uh, features himself on 1070 The Fan, local station out of Indianapolis, Indiana. We were just, going to be talking to him today. Just a tiny little local station. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our local station or worldwide on the internet. Uh, we are going to be talking to him about uh, some Newcastle politics and what's been going on in our world. We're also going to be talking about uh, Indiana and our solar panel uh, issues that we've been having in the state. And then finally, we will be venturing off into Joey's world and talking about the Purdue versus IU uh, rival rivalry game. Bum, bum, boiler I up, cannot baby. say rivalry. Rivalry? Yeah, Nothing. the R and the L next to each other doesn't work for me. Uh, you know, do best like, you can. Yeah. It's kind of like Mills. Mills, Mills, kids, Mills, or Hills. <laughs> I always say that wrong. <laughs> so many struggles in your life, Dakota. I don't there know are. How, there are I don't very. Know how you made it this far? Very many. All I right. enunciate a lot better since starting this podcast, but I guess some things just never change. So it, I, you don't listen to uh, 1070 The Fan because you don't do sports. I know, but I, you listen I to our listen, sister station, though. I listen to 1070 the, the Fan sometimes because uh, some of the guys I work with they listen to it. Okay, and, you know we. Play the radio when we're on the job. So, so, so the afternoon host from four to I assume four to seven, the guy named JMV, yeah, is uh, is there, and he's from Southern Indiana. He's like from Green County, and he will play just as a troll to himself. Early, early, early audio from his first radio <laughs> stuff he did yeah. down at Vincennes. Uh-huh. And if you think you're bad, Dakota, you go listen. <laughs> you listen to what JMV sounds like in the late '80s, and you are you're the next Rush Limbaugh. See, it was like a problem because he was a DJ with a lisp, so it was kind of like being a you know PA announcer with a stutter. You know, <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't work out very well. I never had a lisp, but he uh, overcame. So I only walked weird whenever I was a little kid. So. Were you Forrest Gump? No, I had I had to uh, run Dakota. Uh, run! I had uh, pigeon toes. I had to uh, had yeah. to get that fixed. Tom Firkinoff is watching, and he says, "I don't know who Joey Molinaro is, but he sounds like someone who could dominate open wheel racing." I don't know what open wheel racing is. That's IndyCar. 
Oh, okay. IndyCar Formula <laughs> Racing. Well, damn, I appreciate that. I've never been. The only wheel I've been behind is just you know my Honda Civic out there. So I don't think I could do anything wild. I haven't even done a go kart like Chase was talking about earlier. But oh uh, man, we need to take it to the go kart track down here. in It's Newcastle. pretty scary, man. Don't go. Actually, I did do that one time. It was one of my first dates with my future wife, and uh, her she's whole family a, was there. She's from a big go karting family. That's how <laughs> yeah. Riley and my wife uh, got to know each other. And my roundabout way of meeting Joey was through Riley. Uh huh. And her, her brother is like, I mean, he's legit. He is like Tony Stewart's racing team. Mm-hmm. Like he's the JD by rider, go kart driver. Yeah, no. So they bring me out to this. I was the race for Riley, and uh, I'm out there, and they have a PA announcer. And every, I don't know, seemingly ten seconds, it was another spin out from Joey Molinero. <laughs> <laughs> so they still give me crap about it. Yeah, that's where we went uh, for my bachelor party. Well, no, it wasn't my bachelor party. It was the wedding day. It was the day of the wedding. I don't know how we got Sarah was not happy. <laughs> you guys went racing on the day of your wedding? Yes. yes. Oh, that's the morning. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's just a recipe for good things. I brought her dad. It wasn't going to go bad. It was. I mean, I had Kevin was there. It was fine. It didn't matter. She was still very upset. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try to not piss the wife off on the wedding day. So. You want to go racing? Yeah. It's a great way to get your nerves off of it. Right. It's true. I'll just take a couple shots. I really, I really thought you meant like go, arcade go-kart racing. <laughs> it wasn't like they, that. They it was you, scary. Then they give you a fire jacket and a helmet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wasn't prepared. At least you didn't quit early like plus, Cousin Rick. Plus I was in like. I was in Dakota's pants, so I could barely breathe. <laughs> Why were you wearing Dakota's you were pants? You were in my pants? Yeah, because I, I had to go to work or something. Oh, that's oh, right. That's right. Yeah. And you, you were told you needed to wear... I remember this now. You were told you had to wear... You were wearing shorts. Yeah. And you didn't, you didn't plan well. Yep. Because you have to wear long pants. So then I think Dakota brought you some. Again, I thought it was an arcade go-kart. <laughs> <laughs> shorts are acceptable. Yeah, We're good to go. Yep. Oh, man. All right. So uh, we just did the Patreon segment of the show where uh, um, all kinds of stuff happened. We, the landlord walked in. I thought we were in trouble, but instead he was, uh, he was just being a good dude. Um, we talked a little bit about the Daytona 500. You can go back and listen to that and hear Chase's hot takes. You can only listen to it if you are a Patreon member. That's the deal. To sign up uh, to get that bonus content every single stinking week, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash Liberty, and we post all of that there. We post uh, show notes for each episode, so uh, you get what we get. And uh, we spend some time on that, uh, throw some links in there for all the stories we're talking about. Sometimes so. you spend more time than others. We noticed that there was a minor spelling error. Two minor spelling errors. Two? Oh, just, my I'm God. I'm sorry, Dakota. What did he do, you Joey? find another one? There's only one L in Molinero, man. It's, uh, oh, really? Oh, It's a hard pull mm. on, that, uh, on the L, but there's only one. <laughs> well, that's terrible because I followed... Dakota's listing when I wrote your name out. <laughs> <laughs> it says at the title of the episode now. Oh, now Dakota's got to go back and edit it. It's so, right. so Joey and uh, Ben Polizzi are uh, are the co-hosts of the Espresso Podcast, based in Indy. Yep. And you guys, it, it's really incredible the how far you guys come. You just did episode fifty six. Yes. Shot, it's not episode. Shot fifty six. Right. We play on the Espresso card there, so it's uh, shots. It's our label. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you guys both work uh, work for Emmis. Mm-hmm. Rob Kendall was just here, another another Emmis guy. Oh. I got to hang out in the Emmis studios. I didn't I didn't pop in. It was a real quick in and out deal. Uh, but I was in last week, and I was on Rob's show. I love Rob Kendall. A lot of fun. Great and, guy. And as I was explaining your media mogul empire, uh, 
not just the podcast. It's the videos, yeah, the, yeah. the brilliant videos. Uh-huh. I was showing off uh, some of the Christmas video that Rob was in mm-hmm. to uh, to producer Chris over here. What were your yes, thoughts yes, on yes. all of the all of the stuff? Well, I didn't know him before he got here, <laughs> but I gotta say it. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably be following just to watch him. Thanks, Chris. I appreciate that. He's. Been... I don't have a big following, but I might share one every now and again. That's all right, man. Chris Chris has been hammering me since I got here. He's like, I don't know who you are. Who are you? Why? I have no idea who you are. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm not doing good enough. That way you remember me when you're famous, and you bring me along when you need another producer. After So basically what happened is that after Rob Kendall was here, Rob was so complimentary of Guffy, like being so helpful and, and doing yeah. everything. Guffy thinks that he's got a future in this now. So he's apparently he thinks his, his I'm trying to his, pawn his, myself off his way to the top though, is to just cut you off at the knees. <laughs> you just got to make right. fun of Joey. I'm used to it. I'm used to it's it. just unfair. You know, I mean, Hey, I got a fiance, you know what it's like? That's just life now. You no, know, it's a wonderful, off, wonderful so. life. Uh, I've not, no complaints whatsoever. Really? Uh, you told me it's he said, uh, that's right. He did say he never gets Dakota to go fishing Dakota said it was anymore. the greatest thing in the world, but you said it sucked. Don't do it, Chase. <laughs> I forgot I, I that said, Dakota's like 20 and he's been married for like six yeah, years. Dakota's been married longer than any of us. Uh, I, we're all 23. Hoping. I've been married for a year and a half. <laughs> in case you're wondering. 35. The accuracy is important. <laughs> 35, been married, but, uh, uh, well, I don't know, seven months? Anyway, we months? got way Sorry. off track no, here. No, no um, baby yet, Sorry. so uh, it's not been nine months. I don't Thank know. you to our Patreon. Oh, hold on, and, uh, hold on, hold on. Oh, my God. I want to do the second and third name on the list. The, the uh, Okay. On the thank you list. All right. <laughs> so um, uh, we talked about the Patreon for a minute. Uh, we also have an Amazon wish list. Uh, the, the Amazon wish list is where we put some equipment upgrades that we need. If if you want to help out the show, then you can go to Amazon.com and search for uh, f- search for pages and search for Boss Hog of Liberty, and uh, you will find us. And that's where we put anything we need. And uh, you guys have helped us out greatly, and we are very appreciative of that. Thank you to our fifty dollar and up Patreon members. Uh, that gonna, is, if you want to do just two of the names, you're going to do all of the names. No, Chase. I want to do uh, two of them. All okay. Of them. Number one is Christopher Bilbrey. Number two, Brantley Spicer. Number three, (laughs) fuck you, Christy. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Way to say thank you. How many Budweiser's that are produced by 100% renewable energy have you had? A half of one. John Phillips, thank you very much. And Craig DaCosta, listening from Hawaii. Amazing to have your support. Christy and just got to tour the bo- the uh, the Boss Hog Studios. She was here last week for thanks for uh, for Thanksgiving. Oh, Chris for the Valentine's Day episode. <laughs> Christy knows she knows she has a special place in my heart. But she was at Bob and Tom this week. Did you see that? Was she? She yeah, she, she was. She was a VIP. Nice. She trolled Chris Spangle and brought him a happy birthday cake. I did see the cake. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was neat. So she showed up at his work. She earlier, bought, she's such a troll or such a stalker. She spent money and bought a tour of that place and then gave him a birthday cake best worst person ever earlier this week um producer chris guffey went on the facebook page and he broke some news for the city of newcastle right uh, and i guess all of henry county because it was a county board decision um and that is that the newcastle uh primary 
has been canceled. So the Newcastle Henry County Election Board decided to cancel the primary election that would happen in May because there are no contested races after the filing deadline. Right? Yeah. That's Did I get true. that right? Yeah, absolutely. We um, uh, we put on the Facebook page that it would save ninety thousand um, dollars. Mark Coger, a city councilman for District Ward Five, five. And the president. Yes, uh, he actually corrected us. He said that the the budget overall uh, for the primary and the general election is hundred is less than a hundred thousand dollars, which is probably where we got the ninety thousand. But the primary would have cost about thirty thousand hey, dollars. All I'm saying is, sometimes when you're breaking news stories, you don't get the exact <laughs> right. numbers right. So, so be you gotta, first. You got to step gotta be it back. The first one there. Yeah. As long as you're first, you can step it back. Exactly. Now, what you need to do is like the guys on Espresso do, though, and you need to break the news next time on camera in the TV anchor voice. Yeah, come yes. on. If you're breaking news, you got to bring out the news person. Today we heard that the uh, Newcastle-Henry County Election Board has canceled the primary election. (laughs) Right in the middle of the city council meeting. Mm -hmm. Breaking news from the Bulls Reportedly saving $90,000 big day for Henry County. I I just (laughs) want to say... uh, so much better than me. (laughs) I just want to say I apologize, Kristen. I didn't know your four-year-old was listening. <laughs> it's it's Kirsten. Oh, my gosh. You guys always get her name wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she pays us monthly, and you can't even pronounce her name I right. I know. I'm sorry. I'm like three Budweiser's head. <laughs> Are you off a little bit? Did something happen to you tonight? It's been a stressful day. We'll get to it later. No, let's do it yeah, now. It's uh, going to be his final what? thoughts. Okay. You have to stick around to the end of the episode to hear what happened. You just look very nice. disheveled. I'm Good worried. Plug. It's been a long week. So, uh, Chris, you were the one that told us officially that the primary election had been canceled. That's correct. Did you hear anything about what the money might be used for? We're saving $30,000 because of this. Are they going to wait until after the general election? Have you heard anything? Uh, The only thing that I've heard is that it's going to, that they, that they think they're not really for sure what's going to happen to it. They think it's going to go back into the general fund. Now, the county has an $18,000 bill that they said they're not going to pay because they don't have any money. That's correct, but, you know, they probably still won't pay that. And the actual... They voted no. They did vote no, but um, at the council city council meeting, the EPI, EPR Planning Commission, whatever, mm-hmm. Eastern Indiana... Eastern Indiana Regional, Regional Planning, Planning Commission. Commission. Yes. They came E-I-R. in and talked to um, the city council, and the city council is very much on board on joining... But you can't join without the county, and the city's, I think, looking into paying their portion. They're, that's 40, 40 yep. cents per capita. Yep. So they're looking to pay their 7000 and some change. But. And that was uh, uh, County Council President uh, Susan Hoon said that you know she was the deciding vote of whether or not we would spend the money to join the Eastern Indiana Planning Commission. Yeah, but it's already budgeted, so how, how do we not... Well, and we're just not going to release the funds. I guess it's just because we have a new council. All they're seeing the fiscal array that our council is in and our county is in, so they want to start making changes. I totally respect the decision to say no if you're trying to if you're looking at it from a fiscal responsibility standpoint. Yeah, but you still have to look forward, like like look forward. You can't just be like, well, right, can't do it now. I totally understand that too, and I I think that it would be a good idea to join the the Eastern Indiana Planning Commission. But she said that when she was deciding whether or not she wanted to join, um, she 
had tried she she thought that if if we need to join this then we need then before i vote yes i want to hear input from the municipalities and the towns that are inside the county so knightstown middletown spiceland the city of newcastle well, other places like that she wanted some input before she voted yes well, that's and what, i i i respect that decision totally and that's really funny because as far as i know the county has not asked the city council for anything no, they and, and they that's and that's what she said was that after after she heard this and after she heard that they were interested in funding and they were talking about funding their portion of this bill of the eighteen thousand dollars, she she said, you know, this uh, this is very interesting development for me, and I I want to talk to some of the council members and the mayor himself and rethink this vote. The story will continue. The yes. interesting so, thing there is. You go ahead. No, no. You, you, so uh, you had a thought. This is rare. Come on, bring it. <laughs> it's pretty deep. <laughs> if we never had primaries, our county would be pretty rich, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, you'd save. We never had elections. You'd save Just almost. You save yeah. almost hundred thousand dollars. Commissioner every, every Kronk four year could cycle. be the dictator of the county. I think what we should do. Is do we, we just elect one person and they're they no, are the they no. are the executive for life? No. We have terms, but the, at the end of the term, we have one night like the purge. And the week before, <laughs> everyone puts their names in a hat, and those people are in the purge. Who's, who's ever left standing? So you're describing the Hunger Games, right? Is that yes, yes. Yeah. the Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Who, whoever, uh, Henry County whoever Hunger the ca- Games. Whoever is left standing is president of the county. Whoever the people of the county like decide yes. to not kill. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we could get it. And then we get to build an arcade. For some reason, Chase, I feel like that might How about be the loser gets even relegated? more costly than a primary. How about the loser just gets relegated to pothole duty for the next four years? <laughs> oh, man. They'd be working 24-7. Well, see, the problem with that idea is that we would have even less people want seeking public office than what we do now. And right now, we have so few people yes. seeking public office, we have to cancel a primary. So we had, But like, five... most of the old people would be dead. <laughs> there were like five people running against Aaron Dickin last time. He slayed the competition, won his county council. Of course seat, he did. It's and, Aaron Dickin. And now he's got he's got nobody challenging him. He's got them all scared. Do you think his last name has anything to do with that? <laughs> I'm picking Dickin. That's, it's a pretty good slogan. The slogan, yeah. I mean, it just kind of seems like you know uh, you're a little inferior when you're going up against Dickin. <laughs> I do enjoy when people come from out of town and don't know who the characters are. We talk <laughs> yeah, about them, no, no, good. and then idea. he gets to jump in because you <laughs> don't know great. how much fun we have with these people yeah. on the regular. It's like they're a part of the show, whether we have them on or not. Yeah. Um, do you have any enemies? Oh yes, you do. Mm. Yeah, Darren Jacobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like Rob Kendall, like you were talking about. Yeah. He has he has enemies, and Rob an calls enemy. me Lion Jair sometimes. But <laughs> he's, he's got a Bob name Jair. for everybody. He's got, man. He's got some big, uh, some big Trump enemies. nicknames. The Trump enemies enemies. in high places. Yeah, he does. Uh, he, there's this guy I work with. His name's Nick. Every day he sees him. Oh, no show, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised you showed up today, Nick. That's funny, but he's a good guy. Anyways, back so to one the of county. the other things I wanted to talk about was what? Why are there so many? Why are there so few people that are interested in in contesting these races? I, I think that the probably more, because of the spotlight that you give them. Well, four years ago. This show didn't exist, and you can yeah. skate by. Now, 
Guffy's going to show up and put a microphone in their face and ask them what they think. <laughs> sure am. I, some news. I, 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 I was going to say meeting. the more optimistic answer for that question would be that people are confident and they're happy and with the direction that Mayor York and the council are taking us. So they don't want, they don't, they aren't interested in running because they think that they're doing a good job. I have better. But obviously, to do. that's not true. Just jump on Citizens <laughs> of Henry County. County. Yeah, exactly. Or what's well, happening in Newcastle, Indiana. Watch them people well, when bitch you, and when bitch you attack. Like, so the, the way, Joe, you said you're a West Wing fan. Yes, big time. So the way that uh, city governments work in Indiana, you have an extremely powerful mayor. And then you have a city council that is like uh, – I'm getting the very focused look from Joey, and it's cracking me up. Oh, oh yes, yeah, go on. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll fix oh, my glasses. Yes. Tell me more. Um, so you have a super strong <laughs> mayor, and then you have like seven city council people who are part-time. And uh, my mother-in-law is here. What are you pointing at? I was drawing oh, something, and then I, re- <laughs> I realized it looked like a penis. <laughs> so then I was like, before anyone notices, I'm going to scribble this Martin out. This is a Freudian slip is what it's that was. <laughs> it's just super bad dick drawings over here from, from Chase. Um, so you've got like... Watch s- your mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a family bastard. I'm the problem. <laughs> yeah, now Kirsten's uh, a four-year-old is going to be asking what that means. Can I Can I please watch Superbad, Mom? <laughs> it's a great film. All right, so uh, mayor, seven city yeah, council. mayor, seven city council people, and it's like they're all part-time. They they have day jobs, so yeah. they don't really get to get involved. Because they get on paid the, jack squad. Yeah, they make like $625 a month. Let's <laughs> see. So, would, you rather, into it. would you rather run the county... Or would you rather play Fortnite? I'd rather play Fortnite. Fortnite sucks. <laughs> so, have you tried that new one? What is it like? Apex. Or Apex something? Legends. Yes. I like that one. I'm it's getting a good into one. that. Can you I do re- the dance? Can you do the dance? No, the I've scissoring. tried until I finish the segment. I, I really take- suck at it. The Boy. flossing dance. This one is empty. Yeah. No, not floss. There's, there's, the, the, there's all kinds of them. There's a different one. <laughs> oh no! Crazy. I, I I've attempted it, but. Like here, here's, here's my flossing. <laughs> this is the whitest podcast ever. <laughs> this makes for great radio. I told some people this morning. I think I told every every group chat I'm in. I've never felt so white as when my cousin got to be, got announced this morning as a high school lacrosse coach, as the head coach. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, this hey, is moral. This is the peak of so, this, is, this is peak whiteness. And so, Kirsten, uh, to make you feel any better, uh, whenever I was a little kid, my my grandmother told me that my mom pronounced her s's as f's so she whenever she went to the bank she asked for fuckers and i didn't know what that meant so whenever my mom and i went to the bank i started making fun of my mom in front of the bank tellers and uh i i had to have a serious talking to from my father as to why that wasn't appropriate all right uh, for the last time, I'm going to try to finish explaining why nobody wants seven to run city, city council. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you got seven city council people. They uh, they they listen to what's wrong with the city, but they can't do much. They set policy, uh, and they have some influence over spending, but the mayor really calls the shots. Mm. So what happens is you end up with city council people that get very frustrated. They say their piece. The mayor is at their meetings. The mayor. It, a lot of times gets into a shouting match with the city council people and nothing happens. So I think what's happened... It's a lot it, like the federal government. Uh, I think, gridlock. I think what's happened is Big you've word. got people that realize that they can't be super, super effective on the council right now the way it's set. 
and nobody really feels like they can beat the mayor because we have a very strong Democrat party, one party rule in the city limits in Newcastle. Uh, there's only one Republican that's elected citywide at all, and every other seat's held by a Democrat. Really? Much, yeah, much like in our county, every single elected person in the county is a Republican. Ah. So in the rural area, it's very Republican, and here we're a UAW town, and um, the numbers just skew towards the Democratic Party. So in both cases, if you want to get elected, generally speaking, you end up running as one of those, whether you're really a Republican or not, yeah. or really a Democrat or not. Uh, if you're practical, you generally do that. And then what happens is you have an uncontested election unless you get libertarians and you or third party people. you save a bunch of money. <laughs> and this time they just, you know, the citizens just didn't want to have to do the work or didn't have the interest in doing it. We just came off of an election. The county council, county commissioners races, we just finished them. So a lot of the people that would have run previously or thought about running, we just came through a cycle, right? So people yeah. are tired. Uh, and you got to gear up again and get going. So you yeah, know, we finished it, in November, and it's, it's time true. to and file too, never right ends. after Christmas. I know that uh, um, one thing that Christopher Bilbury, who is uh, one of our Patreon members that we thanked at the very beginning of the show, commented on it and said that there must be a problem with the Democrat and Republican Party chairs. Um, and I want to say, as a chair of the Libertarian Party of Henry County, it is super difficult to get people to run for office. Recruiting candidates is the number one job of a county chairperson, and it is it's it's tough. hard. I, I, who do you it, go after? Like who's the who are the, you know who, who's you the just hot? you just start looking through names that uh, that have been active. You get, you get in the white pages and start at the A's and just start dialing. Well, I just well, well, no, no, like, it's like in every TV show they're like, oh, he's young and good looking and he can yeah. speak well. We should well, use him. The way that I've done it is much more relaxed than that. I've, I've looked at people who who have joined the party, who have expressed interest, who have worked on campaigns in the past, who've showed up to meetings and things, and th- that's who I start with. I go, I, and I and I'm like, all right, where do they live? They live within city limits. All right, wh- what ward do you live in, Chris Guffey? What ward do you live in? Ward two, three. three. <laughs> so I'm like, Chris Guffey, you live in ward three. Uh, that's uh, Jerry Walton's seat, yep. and uh, he's congratulations, the, Chris. Jerry's now your mortal enemy. He's the you'll beat him in November. Yeah, two seventeen. I'm like, I'm like uh, would you be interested in running for office? Uh, I really think that you would have a good chance. There's only this many people that voted in the last election, and and uh, nine times out of out of nine, <laughs> you get you were you get told absolutely not. I'm I'm in no way, shape, or form interested in running for office. Then you go, okay, move on to the next guy. And then occasionally you get uh, a few people who are very interested in running at first, and then whenever you follow up with them, hey, our nomination is coming up. Our, our convention where we vote for you to run for office is in a month. You still interested like you said you were? No, I don't think I can. <laughs> uh, swipe it right under your face. Like, all right. You get left at the altar a lot, don't yeah, you? Yeah, it, it, it happens. You get uh, very very acquainted with dealing with rejection. Are you going to run? Uh, I can't. I don't live within city limits anymore. Ooh, I, I would have been move? running against uh, Mark Coger, who we were just talking about. 
And we we'd been teasing it for like a year. He's the pit bull of the council. We we've been teasing it so much that Mark heard a rumor while he was getting his haircut <laughs> that I was going to run against him. Just small town politics. That, that's baby. the goal of this show. <laughs> and then I move out of the city limits, so that sucks. You move to Spiceland Township. I, Look out, County Election Twenty Twenty. Oh, that means Susan Hoon. Never know. Never know. Not Susan would be Twenty Twenty Two. Yeah, she would be. Who knows? I would have to run at large or as a commissioner. Or for commissioner, commissioner in the state South? rep. Yeah, you never know. So, Joey. There's a lot of options. Yeah. You do the espresso podcast. Sure. Who's the coolest guest you've ever had on? Like, is, has there ever been a guest that you're like, I can't believe I'm talking to this person? Yeah, we've had a pretty good run with guests. Uh, we've had uh, Pat McAfee uh, from the Colts, formerly of the Colts, now Pat McAfee show, I guess. Uh, Jeff Brom, head coach of the Purdue Boilermakers. It's pretty cool. Um, Murphy Lee, which Jeremiah, I think, is still trying to figure out who that is. Yeah, but I have no he's, clue. he's part of the. Uh, There's a the, blank uh, look on my face. The Saint so. Lunatics with like Nelly and uh, early 2000s rap. He's he's our uh, he's our boy. He's been on a couple times, and when he comes to Indy, he wants to meet up and do a show again. So um found on him we had on reese horn this past week he's a cathedral grad UND uh grad he plays in the aaf now for the memphis uh, memphis good lord <laughs> memphis express uh so we try to do like what you guys do, do you know like try to get some local ties yep. um but yeah we've had uh, a pretty solid run connor daly we've had connor daly on he seems like a cool dude yeah um Kirk Barron, we've interviewed uh, Victor Oladipo. So really? you got Victor on. Well, not on the you, show. You guys stopped by video. and saw him. Yes, yeah. I remember that. he would do it or after the injury. It was in the summer, so it was not because of okay. us. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was you in the summer, him. and uh, he was it, he was a little hesitant, man. He was yeah. uh, <laughs> he had a couple of his handlers come up and were like, "Hey, what kind of questions are we asking? What are we talking about here?" And we're like, "I don't know, dude. We're just asking him like what his favorite pop tart is. Like it's nothing <laughs> crazy." So. No, we've had uh, we've had a pretty good run at it. Yeah, we cool. had uh, the most nervous somebody's been was the uh, was the first time we had Tom Saunders on this, our state representative, uh, and we sent him kind of a le- uh, the show notes the guideline, mm-hmm. and he sent it to like their press person, and they Googled us and they're, oh. like, they're like, you know, Jeremiah ran against you. Oh, you know, and they're like, are, are you sure? And yeah, you know, John was like. Well, yeah, but he also volunteered for my campaign, so it's a wash or whatever. <laughs> so that was that was a fun. See, that, that was a fun one. That's what's like kind of similar to that is a lot of times what will happen is that we'll get somebody and we'll go through their PR person for that team or that university or whatever, and we'll, they'll they'll dial us up and we'll we'll answer the phone and be like, you know, like Ryan Kerrigan from the Washington Redskins. For oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, the big Redskin fan over here. Oh, Muncie Central up into the Muncie. Central. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, we had him on uh, this past year right before they played the Colts. Um, but he was awesome, and he was like, uh, example for that is that when we answered the phone, we were like, Ryan, what up? And then they were like, hey, this is uh, Tom Savage from the uh, PR team. <laughs> so we're like, okay, so they got like the PR people right there by him, so it's kind of tough to get freaky with him, get fun a little bit. Kerrigan's but. dad used to, I don't know if he still does, bowl down here at the Rose Bowl. Oh, nice. For real. Yeah. I saw was the Rose he, Bowl. Thanks, man. Was I he was, any good? I don't know. I never bowled against him. Ryan you know, was awesome though on the show. I took a screenshot of a post from your profile on Facebook from 2013. <laughs> How much creeping have you been doing? And there? it said uh, <laughs> something like something for cash. I don't know, but it was from the Rose Bowl. Chase the cash, yeah. Chase the cash. Yeah. You can't remember Chase? No. This is really <laughs> obvious. Pretty <laughs> forgettable word. <laughs> this is really obvious to ask, but does the Rose Bowl have a huge bash? 
on the Rose Bowl day, like the day of the Rose Bowl game? No. <laughs> no. So so Newcastle is the Rose City. Yeah. This is this is local history oh, here. Perfect, Dan. We yeah. were uh there there used to be it's been a long time ago, the tornado took it away from us. There were these ridiculous like four foot long roses that were grown here in greenhouses in Newcastle. Like this is like talking eighty, ninety, yeah. hundred years ago. So there were like twenty five businesses in town that were called Rose City something. And there's there was Rose City Packing, and there's still Ro- the Rose Bowl and other technically it's things. Rose City Bowl, the Rose yeah exactly the Rose City exactly. Bowl. Okay, so anyway, the, and we were like known all over the world. They, they were ridiculously fancy, or whatever. It's gone now, but big, uh, big roses. <laughs> but that still is a part of the legacy. Of Did the something happen? Yeah, there was a tornado. Like oh. eighteen people died, and all the greenhouses were destroyed, and and then the family moved on, and that was that. R.I.P. Yes. <laughs> so Joey, well, moving on. Have you ever had a guest that just didn't turn out well? Right? Oh, of course. Yeah. Where what? are you going with this, Chase? I, I was going to say, am I've... I that guest? What's going on? Here? <laughs> <laughs> well, because I got to tell you, you're Chase sucking is, right. Now. I, I feel like Chase is breaking up with you. <laughs> I was just wondering because you do this a lot, and I was trying to get you to name a name. That way he could feel bad if he was listening to this. But okay, go on. No, you, go you don't want to. Listen, you don't Jeff Brom is not listening. Call okay? people. Uh, <laughs> I enjoyed him. He was good. We got fifteen minutes out of coach. He was great. You, and you, you basically. I mean, he called in from his office, and it was it was phenomenal. Actually. Yeah, it was so funny because he answers. Hey, this is uh, Coach Jeff Brom from Purdue. And we're like, just calm down, guy. <laughs> like, yeah, right? It's not that serious. This isn't the CIA. Uh, but yo, know, when you have a bad guest like that, man, oh my gosh! I mean, I'm sure you guys have, you know how that is. Like, you just gotta kind of. We've had some guests where it is a lot of work. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I was gonna say it turns into work. Very <laughs> pulled very stuff out of them. We have a lot say. of chase. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm on the show, so. Uh, so I, one of the other I'm, toughest I'm, episodes we ever did was the Ghost Pepper episode when Dakota quit on me halfway oh my through. Gosh, mm-hmm. straight Nirvana. Whenever I get in serious pain. I I stop. My brain stops. What's your safety word? Functioning. Uh, More. Don't even. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say like, what's the safety word? We have to ask Miss Davis. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's top secret information. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I have to pry that out of my cold dead hands. All right. Let's. Uh, <laughs> Bench made knives. Ugh. What is that about? You've been very upset over knives for days. You and Cade uh, in our chat have been talking about... Okay, so Benchmade Knives, have you ever heard of that company? No. Sure this have. is just going to be really quick. I carried one overseas. Okay, yeah. The, back, back when you fought the war? Back when I fought the war. Um, so my daily carry is a Kershaw knife because I'm, I'm really tough on them. But then I have a, a Benchmade set that I use for uh, skinning animals that I've Such killed. Such a man's man. <laughs> and uh, Benchmade makes makes really good knives. Uh, they're they're actually one of the few mass-produced knives that you can get that's actually heat-tempered, which makes the, the steel a lot tougher. And uh, so anyway, Benchmade is a really popular knife brand amongst uh, men that use knives. And, and women. They were tagged Sexist. in a tweet from the uh, from a police force that said shout out to benchmade knives thank you for letting us use your equipment to help destroy these guns right so they this police department had some guns that were ordered to be destroyed and they reached out to benchmade and they said hey can we use your specialty equipment that you have to make knives to destroy these guns that because we don't have this equipment available to us. And Benchmade was like, yeah, sure. We're, 
a supporter of law enforcement. So come down and you can use our saws and grinders and stuff to destroy these guns. Well, the uh, uh, Second Amendment hardcore, like three percenter type <laughs> community just absolutely blew up, got super upset, saying that Benchmade Knives is now anti-Second Amendment. They're anti-gun. Uh, some people pulled uh, some campaign contributions that Benchmade has made towards Democrat candidates. They left out all the Republican candidates that they have made contributions to as well. Twitter makes outrage way too much. Yeah, so they, uh, the whole, this whole community has been in outrage about it. Our outrage culture has struck. Um, the snowflakes on the right have done their work and basically have been called for boycotting bench made knives because of all this. And, and it turns out that all of the guns that they were destroying were ordered by the court to be destroyed because they had been used in felonies and you can't resell a gun that's been used in a felony because anyone that works with guns knows that there are individual barrel markers that a gun leaves on a bullet. So if they were to sell these to the public, then all of a sudden a member of the public felony. Exactly. Has Ooh. a gun been used in a Learned felony? Learned that the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> so they need to be destroyed. All right. The police, they don't have the equipment. A lot of times they just take them to a rebar mill and they throw them in and that turns into steel. Turn uh, Recycling. You, you do it all the time. All right. So, We've been watching the Indiana State House. Yes. And they uh, last week I was all up in arms over vaping. Or maybe two weeks ago. I don't mm-hmm. remember. You don't anymore. vape, bro? I, I was defending the vapors, man. <laughs> you don't vape, bro. <laughs> I, was de- I was defending them, and there was a ridiculous tax that the House passed. This time, uh, Dakota, with your you're Mr. Energy over here. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, electricity sounds more like. <laughs> In case you're wondering. Impressions with Dakota. Yes. <laughs> that was a pretty good impression, too. So you've been talking. You wanted to put solar panels on your roof. You talked yes. about it. You kicked that around. Then you bought a different house anyway. So mm-hmm. what uh, what's well, going on and why do we care? Well, and, the and new house the is the ruling? one I wanted to put solar panels on. I actually got some quotes uh, to get it to get it done. And uh, I, I thought about it for a long time. Um, and I went on, found out that it, it could happen. Um, realize that Indiana, the state of Indiana, doesn't have incentives for people to get solar panels put on, and the federal government, their incentives are running out, and I think 2020, it's either 2020 or 2021. So you want, you want a kickback? You want to be subsidized? Well, I'm like, if, if you're going to do it, then do it before the federal incentive runs out, right? Because, I mean, you're saving money that you way. You want to steal Joey and It's only in a money? couple of years. Does and it really work? their tax dollars. What? Solar panel. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Like if you just have those those black shiny things on top of your house, like well, there really... uh, there's a few stipulations that have to come with it. Obviously, in the state of Indiana, because we're in the northern hemisphere, then the sun is kind of towards the south, which you might notice on any given day, especially in the winter time, that the sun is more south. I was wondering why. Was, yeah, it... well, that, because we're in the northern hemisphere, so you need a roof pitch that would allow for the appropriate amount of solar panels to be positioned towards the sun at any given time. And basically what you would do is you would have the solar panels there, but you would also have a traditional service hooked up to your house uh, because solar is not a very efficient form of generation. So like 75% of the time you would break even on your electric bill, right? Okay. Uh, It's pretty efficient, but it's not 100%. 
and you would have a battery backup installed as well to give you some extra juice and to be able to store some of this power. But um, I got to wondering why Indiana doesn't have solar incentives, and it turns out that we did. Uh, In the past, we have had solar incentives. Uh, But in 2017, the Republican legislature decided that we didn't need that anymore and passed Senate Bill number 309, which did away with uh, our incentive. So I thought the incentive was the net metering. Net metering was yes. the, big, the big thing. So it, that was, if you're tied into the electric utility, it was, you use this much electricity from us, but you gave this much back. So we're going to, say you generated 200 kilowatts and you use 300 kilowatts, you're only going to build for 100. Yeah. But the, we're not, the, the utility is not getting anything off of what you, of what a person goes over. They're not. They're not putting that back onto the grid it necessarily. Run back it the d- other way. It's not. It, yeah. It. It doesn't work that way. Uh, electrons. They don't flow on wire like it's a two lane highway. It's. It's one way or the other. Uh, so where do they go, Mister Engineer? So basically, whatever is Nerd. whatever isn't being put into your batteries, your meter is seen, and basically your meter is going is spinning backwards. But the the utility doesn't actually get to... But we're not getting that unless unless we hook up a separate transformer and a separate line that would actually put it back on to the system, right? So... How much does that cost? And and the the person that has it would be paying for all that cost too. And you're never going to break even on that. It's going to be thousands of dollars. So you think the net metering law change was appropriate? I do. I I think that net metering is a horrible law, um, and it's it's a net law. Metering, it's not a policy. It's actually a law, state right. by state. So so basically, what net metering does is the state says, "Listen, they produce this much more electricity that could have been put on your grid. Therefore, you have to buy it back from them, right? So you have to, and the state is forcing." The utility company, whether it be a municipal, a co-op, or a private utility, and they say you are buying this back from them at the premium rate at which you at which you sell it to specific consumers, right? Because there's different rates for different consumers. Um, so, like uh, Grady Factory doesn't pay the same amount per kilowatt right. that you and the, I pay. The people that use a significant amount more, more electricity get it at a cheaper unit. Right. Or would, they have a, a power agreement ahead of time. We would, and the thing, the point I want to make about this is we would never, as a citizenry, consent to the government telling that to any other business of any type. We wouldn't say, hey, Lowe's, Menards, and Gilman's, you have to buy this extra lumber that the lumber mill produced because, you know, they provided it. And uh, by the way, you have to buy it at the cost that you sell it to people at. The, that would the never happen. The tricky part is, is that we, we've decided that utilities get treated differently. Right. Because you, it doesn't make as sense a society, a, as a whole yeah. for you to have hey, you know, three different companies run electricity by your house so that you can choose from Duke, REMC, or, or Dakota's Juice Co., you have you just you're assigned to somebody and that's who you have. So then the state gets involved and that's where you have the the Indiana Utility Regulatory Commission and they they make the rules, right? Right. Yeah, but I think net metering is is bad law, one hundred percent. There are other states that have different incentives for uh, solar power or 
uh, personal use wind, wind farms. Um, Chase is really working hard over here. Yeah, He's almost got his entire paper filled back in in black. <laughs> Listen, I'm very focused right now. I can tell. It's like a fidget spinner. I just it can't is. wait to see what sort of an offensive object you're drawing. It was it was going to be a banana. It, it was a banana, and then I made it too big. Now I'm trying to figure out what what to do with it. So Dakota and the big, big banana. That's, the, that's you're going to be your children's book. All right. Yeah. Let's do that. It's a lie. I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's slightly above average. <laughs> the average banana. Oh, my and, mic stand is falling off. And the Chase table. has seen oh. a lot of bananas. <laughs> the, it gets the job done, banana. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We good over here? There's always yeah, money in the banana good. stand. What do you do? My my mic stand is falling off the table. So Joey's here there, to, right? to look at the studio yeah. and and take notes because there's a chance that at some point Espresso is going to have their own. Yep. I think he's learning about mic stands right now yeah. and, and consumer grade versus professional grade. It, Seems like a giant pain in the ass. At the day job. See, we, these are new. We had uh, we did the Juice in the Morning podcast. Have you done Juice in the Morning yet? I think Ben has maybe. Yeah. yeah. So, so we did Juice and every time we go to somebody else's studio, Dakota falls in love with something and has to have it. Yeah. We, we, last time we were here, we had the, the on-table platform mm-hmm. mics and then we did juice in the morning and dakota's like oh my god we got to have those but these are not perma fixed to the table they are clamp on they're c-clamps <laughs> and uh so you know it doesn't jive. they work a lot better than the on the table ones though these are cool though yeah like, I, I like having them the mic flags are what i was so damn I was excited say, about those are nice. yeah i mean welcome to our professional studio hell yeah, yeah. it changes i mean if they didn't have mic flags i'd be like what the hell am i doing yeah this is i don't know flag. what show i'm on yeah, we're exactly. about to take it on the road the problem is going to be <laughs> if we have multiple shows in here and it's like god dang it we got to change the mic flags again yeah you know so you have to rotate them back to the solar power um some states have different incentives some states uh you get money off on your property taxes some states you have absolutely no property taxes at all. You don't have to pay property taxes if you use uh, renewable power. And in some states you get uh, just regular tax incentives. So like you, you wouldn't have to pay an income tax or you get money off your income tax. A lot of states do have the net metering, which of course, I, as I said before, is a horrible law. Um, just either way you look at it. Like what, because I, I, I do like uh, renewable energy. I think the government needs to get out of it for it to progress further in the market and to get more and more efficient. Um, but I think that renewable energy as a whole is a very, very good thing. And uh, I another thing that happened was, like I said, the federal government, uh, the incentive is running out in 2020. Um, and then the Trump administration decided whenever they were going on with the tariffs with China because most of our solar panels are made out of uh, silica. Uh, they were going to be taxing silica, or putting a tariff, rather, on, on silica solar panels of up to 30%, which has really, really hurt the solar industry as a whole. Um, it's hurt them big time. Because the price of solar has has just totally dropped over the years. Like You could go on eBay right now and buy things to make your own solar panels to power your house if you wanted to put them in your yard for just a few bucks. more comfortable for you, Joey, if I, if I I'm do this. I'm way like more thing. comfortable. Dude, yeah, man. That's the, what I'm used to. Uh, I was going to say, I, I was watching the videos earlier, and it seems like, 
Seems like your yeah. co-host has. Have like you, a fun have you been doing <laughs> yoga? <laughs> have you been stretching? I, I've got my new. Uh, it's pretty flexible. I got man. my American Eagle stretchy pants, so I can ah, do this now. Yeah, that's what helps. Oh, uh, I was gonna give a shout out <laughs> at the end of the show to American Eagle for making the most comfortable men's jeans. <laughs> Literally, I got a new pair this past week, and you got the next level flex. Is this them? You? Oh my gosh! You're right, I man. love them. those. Aren't them? Why, you, why is there glitter all over your pants? Those aren't them. That's a good question. He, he bought the next level flex, which are like leggings. They're hey, crazy. So you these that? aren't them. Do you hear that? I, I yeah. I got the headphones on. Yeah, yeah. 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 Nice. Those are my jeans. <laughs> so, can you can you power st- like other things besides your house? Like, well, how small can we use the solar power here for? Oh, you can you can use solar to. What you could have? Forget my ignorance, but I just. No. I only see the ones out in farms and on tops of houses. I've got like, no for sure. So I use solar Could you power, power something pool. about this big? <laughs> so I've got a yeah. bunch of solar lights in my backyard for the pool. As, okay. a, as they, a matter of fact, they do a great yeah, job. You have solar lights. Uh, I have a bug out bag that I have uh, in case of emergencies, and where, I have. Where a, would you go? I have a. I that is secret. <laughs> I'm not. That's more secret than the safe word. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dunkel. It's Dunkel. I got pretty serious with that one. No, <laughs> you can't know that. Audrey is the only person in the world that knows the location, okay. the bug out location. Not even and your dad? No, no. <laughs> one person. It's, and it's the Muncie target. <laughs> and I have a, uh, one, one piece of equipment I have is a, uh, is a solar generator. It's a little generator that has uh, an emergency radio flashlight and also a couple of USB ports so that you can power some things off of it. You want to make okay, so. and it has a backup uh, crank so you can you can power stuff by turning a handle. Which right. as That's we've kind of covered, the opposite way I was wanting to go. As we've talked, <laughs> we've talked about on the show before. The only thing you need to produce electricity is uh, magnetism, motion, and a conductor. Right. Yes. So what yes. I'm thinking. So there's is- your AC theory. You mentioned your pool, Jeremiah. Yeah, buddy. My my folks have a pool as well, and so what always frustrates me is when I'm out there during the summer. One, it's tough to charge your phone from out there. Two, it gets overheated, and then you have to shut your phone down a little bit. We need to figure out a way to be able to use solar energy to be able to charge the phone, but not get it overheated. So what I do? Very easy. This that, is the life yeah. I live. I buy that. That happens. Is it really? We have that now. Yes. Oh, oh. We have the technology. <laughs> Uh, I have this is a, a major breakthrough. Folks. I have a nice Listen, sh- I was going to invest. <laughs> Thank you. I have a nice shady spot. And then uh, for my birthday two years ago, uh, <clears throat> I got Dakota to go in my crawl space and add a little power outlet by the pool. Yep. I well, did. Your crawl space, so I've got guy. it all. You oh, are a true man. He's an electrician. Dakota is a man's man. There's Good no Lord. doubt. There's no doubt. I just, uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, like I guess. I mean, look at that beard. I know. He's, he's had it since he was nine years old. He's very hairy. I'm glad to know a that. Very though. hairy man. <laughs> because I literally didn't Not, know I don't have that. much hair on my back, though. Like barely no. any hair on my back. But it's chest it's good for looks like a bear. <laughs> I do. Are we done? Uh, no, buzzing on the electricity crap. Uh, no, I have nice. one more other thing. I, I have serious regret cover. about putting it in the show notes, but I knew you would totally nerd out. Senate on Senate Bill number four hundred three was introduced this year in the uh, the Senate of Indiana, and it was to bring back net metering. So it was to bring back the incentive and cancel out. Uh, Senate Bill 309 from 2017. Um, Jim Merritt said, I don't want to do that because I'm not convinced that there's a problem and that correct. we caused it. Yeah, and the guy I, that's running for mayor of Indianapolis. So maybe I, your guy. Probably your senator true. now. Never heard of him. I, I, I do think that, that taking away any and all incentive 
did help uh, decline the solar industry in Indiana. Uh, but I, I think that uh, the fact that there's a 30% tariff on them also helped. But I think that we will get to a point where none of this is going to matter because solar the price of solar technology keeps declining so rapidly. And the amount of jobs that are in the solar field keeps increasing. And the batteries I, get Just better. this past year, I was offered a job as a solar technician. Offered. Called personally. Because they need solar techs that bad. So I, I don't think that we have a need for incentives. I, I mean, you're a, you're a professional. They've not called me or Chase or Guffy. So That's it's true. not like they're just... Picking randoms, and I did know you. The you are a known quantity. <laughs> <laughs> I did know him personally, so it is a little bit different. But I, I they're even offering it now in standard uh, union electrician training. They're at, it's a fifth year level apprentice course of learning how to do install and wire up solar panels and batteries for storage. It's like Tesla power, though, man. It's all DC. Isn't well, that yeah, but isn't that an inverter risky? is very easy. Nah, not risky at all. Very safe. Very safe. The best in the world. <laughs> I'd smoke. Indiana. I'd smoke weed with Elon. Indiana has the best solar. The 30% tariff has no effect. All right. We is are that, is finally. Is Trump? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you had to ask is very insulting, Joey. No, that was his Rob Kendall. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sad. Lion Jer. All right, we are finally to the part of the show that matters. Lion Finally yes. to the part of the show that matters. An hour in. So, before we get started, are both of you Purdue fans? I am. Yes. yes. Okay. I'm not really a Purdue fan, but I partied up there. <laughs> it's fun. Where'd you go? Uh, Jake's, where else? Harry's, Neon Cactus. I actually did the the bar crawl. He went to Afghanistan. 21st. He didn't go to college. Thanks for, for bringing it up. For my 21st birthday, yeah. Oh, well, thank yeah. you for your service. Well, I got, I, yeah, I got asked to leave Harry's because I did a bird. Like, that was the last place. So I hit, I hit, I forget what strip club it was, but I hit the strip club first and then I hit Neon Cactus, then Jake's, where else, then Brothers. And why would you rate? How great is Harry's, though, man? I mean, it's just the strip club? Yeah. No, Harry's chocolate shop. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it is. And then I so just thought it was hilarious was if a strip club was named Harry's, and they put like Tabasco <laughs> sauce in it. So I took half the shot, then I finished the shot, and then I was like, "Oh god!" No. Eat, yeah. Bathroom throwing up. Guy, the bo- uh, the bouncer, the bartender, somebody walked in. I was pissed drunk, and he goes, "Hey man," I was like, "Listen, I just got back from Afghanistan. Oh. If you got to pee, go ahead and go. It ain't gonna bother me." He goes. No, nah, man, I work here. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. I was like, <laughs> hold on, let me clean up a little bit. <laughs> Actually, well, the night that I got engaged, me and RC and a bunch of her friends went to Harry's, and I did the exact same thing, man. So I know your pain. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's hard. Yep, <laughs> for sure. I, I've only partied at IU, never at, Ball, at, never at Purdue. And never at Ball State. I have partied at Ball State, yes. <laughs> but never, never at Purdue. With your sister. Yeah. <laughs> And my parents. <laughs> and me. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So this was IU Purdue Basketball Week down at Assembly Hall. The uh, It made the news, so that's why it made the show. I, I was in Louisville at, uh, at the Drakes after, uh, after work, so I was unable to listen. I, if you ever watched a, tried to watch a Big Ten game in Kentucky, uh, you get the Kentucky sound. You don't get... You get the Louisville game, you get the Kentucky game, you yeah. get whatever the hell the SEC really thing care. is. Yeah. They give no, they don't care about you at all. You get the tiny screen. 
it's like being a third rate world. Yeah. So I watched the game and it's like 10, 20 to 10 at halftime. It was just terribly. It was 20 all. It was, it was 20 all. 20. Yeah. It was yeah. at one point it was 20 to 10 and then it was 20 all, I yeah. guess, at the half. It was totally low scoring, but the sound was off. So it was just like on in the background. Do you need another beer, buddy? No, I'm good. You sure? Yeah, I have to drive later. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're almost the final thoughts. So I better <laughs> I better sober up in the next ten minutes. I've already gotten pulled over once today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that story's coming up, folks. Um, so I I didn't get to listen to the game or hear what's going on, but I see all of these stories after that the that the fans were just like horrifying. Down at Assembly Hall. I assume it was a student section, Joey. Yeah, you okay. could definitely hear it. Oh, like on the game broadcast? Oh, yeah. All right. I'd say they were good fans. <laughs> All right. I'm just I mean, saying. Were they like the Center Grove? Was what, it Center what, Grove or Beach Grove? Who, who, which uh, high school did what this? What were they saying, Jer? Uh, it looks like Cluck U Harms, I, but I don't know what, uh, what Dakota was writing. I don't know what that is. Yeah, they Kirsten. Had, they had that. It's Kirsten, right? Yeah. Yeah. She sent her kid to bed. It's fuck you, Harms. <laughs> <laughs> okay? You don't think that's good? No. For our fan no. base? That's crazy. I want my fan base saying no, that. You got to be able to toe the line a little no. bit. No. No, that, that's perfect. Individually, you're, fine. You're celebrating the student athletes? No, that's perfect. That's how you want your fan base to be. I grew up a Yankees fan, okay? <laughs> so I grew up with the, the Yankees-Red Sox rivalry where I wish... Half the players on the Red Sox, I wish their airplane would crash. <laughs> okay? How like, do you feel about Johnny Damon, though? Which Johnny Damon do you Johnny love? Da- fuck Johnny Damon. <laughs> Whoa. Four, four F-bombs in this show. <laughs> screw, screw Johnny Damon, okay? Three Chase from is, Chase, one from me. Chase is really yeah, working on a new character. surprised me, man. Yeah. Well, you know, so, I, I was saying it because I, I no. said it as a child. I had to put it in the context. If you're a real context fan, matters. you're going to be in the stands and you're going to be saying F harms. Okay, okay, right. But I don't know who harms is. Individually. Matt harms. They I would have never said that. They didn't say, <laughs> hey, harms, you should go jump off, jump off the roof. You know, jump off a cliff. That's a I horrible hope thing to say to no, a person. No, they said... F you, Harms. Listen, man. F you. This is a college student that gets no money. He's he going, gets no money. He's going to make money. For his labor, for the use of his name. So you, he gets nothing you, from it except you know, for a college experience. You know why this is great. I've okay? never heard so much passion out of Dakota and people, over sports. Uh, people this are, is a breakthrough are moment. getting so angry no, at him. You know why it's this wrong. is great? Because if you've ever played sports and you're on the road, <laughs> you want this to happen. <laughs> I have played sports in no context where I've ever wanted people to scream this at me. That's because you suck. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. So, hold on. Hold on. Here's the thing is that I get where you're coming from. Individually, you know that there was fans all over that place yeah. thinking, saying, screaming that exact thing. I do it from my living room when I'm watching the Steelers or I'm watching the Cubs. Hell, I do it from the games too. But when it's a collective thing, you don't want the entire it's a bad look. You have a cult great. of people. You don't want the I entire end great. zone screaming, chanting Tom Brady swallows. I mean, like, no, that's- I think it's awesome. Okay, <laughs> because listen, Mm-mm. there when, was a time when, in this country when you're a player, whenever young men and young women <laughs> no, went to sports games on. to socialize with their pals and their buddies, I, and they didn't even think about partying afterwards and screaming profanity. I'm an IU fan. Okay, 
I when, say let's go back to when those you're a days. player in the 50s and 60s. The, I read and white I'm cups sorry. You brought. Whenever the women didn't cut their hair and they wore poodle skirts. When you're okay, nerds, <laughs> calm down. This is the sports time. Okay, when you're a player, I'm totally and someone saying "f you, Harms." Okay, I, I used "f you." Are you you proud of me, Jer? You're gonna be a broadcaster someday. Okay, <laughs> when they're saying "f you, Harms," they're saying if they're booing you and they're saying "f you." That means you're a dominant player. You want that to happen. That's a sign of respect a little bit. Okay, yeah, and I hear you because I said, I tweeted out, I said, I hope that he flips off all them MFs in there. Like, after he yeah. hit that final shot, yeah. how that's perfect for Harms to just walk out of there, just birds of flying, Listen, baby. Oh, no. Yeah, right back at him. you. That would be great. Yeah, but, but I don't think the situation collectively. Collectively, you you know, and there has to be a line because people are going to throw back. Well, Purdue chance IU sucks at kickoff. <laughs> yeah, because IU does suck for one. That's, that's so that's true. just a statement of fact. And two, there's a difference between saying IU sucks in a fun way, it's just like a kickoff chant, compared to going individually at somebody at a, at I, a student. I think it's a sign of respect. I, I mean, the, I, plus IU sucks is just what they say. It doesn't matter if they're playing Penn State or Michigan or whoever. It's just IU sucks. It's the individuality totally that makes it so strange. I think for it's me. great. Right. Yeah, it happens all the time in sports. It happens all the time. Collectively, is it, is it, like that? Is it? Yes. Is it worse because it's at a collegiate level? Would it be different if it was a pro level? Yes. Yes. Very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. I don't know. Very different. Because they're millionaires. That's why. If I if I was Harms, I'd be happy about it. I mean, you saw. Well, yeah, he tipped I, in Dakota, the game shot. He didn't seem so happy whenever I listened For to what? him on the interview. He's like, "My God, I didn't even know it was happening," and I was shocked whenever I listened to it later. For one thing, I'm like, "God, I feel I felt bad for that I mean, dude." Fred no, Glass, like, Fred Glass called and apologized. I mean, why imagine, would you feel bad for him? Because because let me tell you, if on. I was that player, if I was that player, I'd use it as motivation. And no, because you that, can't tell me he. This didn't. is why I feel bad for him. He he said he didn't hear it. He heard people chanting his name, but he didn't hear what was coming before it. And then the next day, he wakes up and he sees his name in the news. And why does he see it? Because people were the biggest headline with his name in it was students screaming "F you harms." Like for one thing, he that's got to be like a knife in the gut. He should have owned it because he would have looked like a total badass. For one thing, you hit the game-winning shot. How which- do you own it if you don't know what's happening, though? I don't know. How do you not know what's happening? Because do, you're focused. Yeah, but you you're not you're on the bench at some point your friends aren't saying, "Hey man, there's they're screaming <laughs> f you." How do you not hear it in that entire time? He's he had to he, he had to hear it. Here's the thing about why would he going lie, with the though? students and saying that it was great and how it, you know, it, it it matters in terms of a look like you mentioned Fred Glass, the AD at Indiana. Yes. Fred Glass, let's say he's he's the father of the entire Student body in terms of athletic wise, right? So when there's games going on, he's kind of the dad. If you walked in to a sporting event or a, a, to a local mire and your kids were all saying "f you," chant chant "f you" at somebody, you would probably say, "Hey, you know what? Let's tone it down a little yeah, bit." Yeah, it's just, it's just also, a matter of like look. It doesn't. It, it, I it guess doesn't if, look good. If I was the athletic director, yeah, I'd be pissed. But as a fan, I love it. And also for the same it. reason why we typically don't drop the f bomb at the very beginning <laughs> of this show <laughs> is because what happened with Kirsten Kronk today and her four year old son I guess heard you say f you Christy you <laughs> rivalries are what makes the and they can great. hear it on TV but and there's children watching the rivalry is IU sucks <laughs> the 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 personal kind of just 
odd obsession vendetta the individuality it's a big that's deal different for the school. I don't think so. I mean there's a difference between saying F you and saying, Hey man, I hope you die. You know, I guarantee <laughs> if you put a gun in anybody in any of person in any of their hands, they wouldn't pull the trigger. This is just hey, <laughs> F you, man. I've said it a billion but, times. I watched the playoff last year and I I Fuck the Red Sox. Okay. <laughs> hey, Cody Parkey, how do you feel about him? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I've, for one thing, I've said it on this show. I wish his plane would crash. Oh, my God, Chase. Okay. Okay, so you, but you saying that, that's fine. Yes, that's sports. That's sports fandom. But, and, and I've said it, like I said, but it's just the, when everybody's saying it, dude, you can't do that. I disagree, because let me tell you, man, if I, if I heard that, if they were saying that about me, <laughs> If you're so, a competitor, man, you got to feel like a total a total badass. So a lot of times you hear overrated chanted at basketball games. Overrated. Yeah, but that's when they're yeah. sucking. That's yeah. when they're Brant, sucking. Brant is in the chat saying at Seymour North Vernon games. Brant's from Seymour. Uh, the Seymour crowd would chant at North Vernon. You're related. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. That's, that's awesome. funny. That's yes. witty. When it's just an fu, that's like, all right, know, dude. That's, you, no I think they, I think that. they took it a bit I, too far. I've seen rivalries get pretty nasty. And right, I love it. To uh, we're we're an hour and six minutes in here. Chase. Barely getting started. To uh, For one thing, hold on. I was raised in a home with, where my mom. We went to several Yankee games. Where you would have got your lip busted if no, you had said fu harms. Hold on. Okay. Not when it became. If it was about the Red Sox, I would have been okay because I went to several games <laughs> with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> where we went to Cleveland, we went to Chicago to see the Yankees play, and we almost got in fights because of my mom. That's Why are what you a Yankees say. fan when you're a Bears fan? He's a no, front my runner. family is. My grandpa was a Yankees fan, <laughs> okay. and he People was a Chicago Bears fan. I'm a Cubs and Steelers fan. So. All right, just want to clarify. Well, that's pretty sucky. <laughs> <laughs> Have I told you about my Tampa Bay Devil Rays lately? <laughs> the most wins since 2015. The Steelers are the winningest organization of, ever, of okay. all time. For one thing, the Steelers are a thing in the past. I don't even know, <laughs> I don't even know what happened there. Thing like, in the past, my ass. The franchise is like watching the Real Housewives of Miami or something. <laughs> No, we're getting rid of them. You got cancers, you cut it out. <laughs> Tumors gone. We're good to go. There'll be Bengals or Browns before before Sunday. And then oh, the, the Chase, Cubs didn't win for like a hundred years. Say what you were gonna say though. I, where was, where was I? <laughs> you were talking about your mother teaching you to be the Yankee fan? Yeah. That's how I was raised, okay? She almost got in fights every game we took her to. Because that's how much she loved the that's how much she loved the game. I, it's different okay. at college. At college level, it's different. You've got donors. You've got a. You've got a. Don't get me You're wrong. representing the alumni. I, just, I don't I, like I, college sports because I think it's they don't get paid. I think it's different at high school. But he's a he's a big collegiate player in college. He's he's a grown up. He's he's an adult. What is he like? Twenty one, twenty two, and he's know. got a douchebag haircut. <laughs> like, okay, Dakota, what would you think if you saw that guy walking down the street? You'd be like, f that guy. I. I I don't think that about people I see walking down the street. Well, see, I do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's Thank a you. Seinfeld in me. I'm just like, you know what? We're not going to be friends. <laughs> that guy's sexy. Newman. F that guy. Right. The, the, David, the Larry David, Kirby enthusiasm, Seinfeld, 100%. You know? Yeah. I do love Larry David, and I do love Kirby enthusiasm. But to end this segment, right, I want right. to take a poll starting with Chris Guffey. What's up? And do you think that the IU students that were chanting FU harms crossed the line? No. No, I'm sports. starting with Chris Guffey. <laughs> There's a poll. Not Chase Payton. It's a poll. Uh, 
No, no. I, I'm I'm kind of with Chase, just not to the extreme and boisterous as Chase is. <laughs> I've never seen Chase this worked up in the history of the show. I know. It's what I it's what I love most about two sports. beer Charlie. <laughs> All right, I can have a third one. That's like five beers. So so Chris is a no. Chase is obviously a no. What about you, Jer? Uh, it was too much. It's too much. It, so you think they crossed the line? Yeah. And I've been a part of some really rough high school crowds. Yep. Like I've, I, to the I point where say, you'd be a little. Uh, hey Chase, you're doing one of these my turn, buddy. I did say if it was high school, it'd be too far. But college, I think you're it's one perfectly to talk, fine. Jer. Jeez. <laughs> what, <laughs> Mister Interruption yeah, over yeah. here? It's my show. Yeah. <laughs> it's my time. It's my turn to pick on Chase. Okay. All right. Jeremiah, look at me. This All right. Is my show now. This is my show. He has the power. I'm the captain. Um, I I also vote no. I think they cross. I I or I vote yes. Sorry. Ooh, you scare me. Oh, he voted Sorry. no before he voted yes. You shouldn't flip Dakota. I vote. I watch the videos. All right. You don't watch sports. You're not a sports fan. All right. I I do watch some sports. Hey man, NASCAR is not a sport. That's like, that's like I don't watch saying, NASCAR. That's like me saying Donald Trump should be president. He is president, though. Exactly. That's why he's president. <laughs> okay. Um, but you don't even vote. That's like, true. at least I, like, during the regular season, when you, I, when when you get uh, a wife, watch like the rest highlights. of us, you can, you can vote on this. Um, okay. I, I do think they cross the line. I don't even have a girlfriend. How? I was going to say, where's, where's I'll Christopher? never get a vote. Hmm. <laughs> 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 I, well, so, Where are you at, Gray Singer? Come on. Well, I was, I told, so you guys at episode 55 you had the sports anchor on from channel 13 who was that uh, oh taylor tannenbaum taylor tannenbaum yeah. tt <laughs> tt and she was she, she was making it very known that she was single i think she was all over ben best i could tell who is it right right but i was saying producer yeah. chris over here you gotta float float your resume man you gotta slide it you got you got joey on the show you gotta connect with uh, the sports anchor you want a little TT? We'll see what I can do. See? There we go. Look at it. He's getting all hey, excited I've heard over there. <laughs> it's like this. It's like, Joey, I've heard of you now. You're so important yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, Oh, that's changes so, everything. Uh, what about he's, you, He's Joey? looking her up on Instagram do you right think now. That, do you think that the IU students cross the line with FU harms? I do, because I understand, like I've said, if there's Chase in the stands who's just saying, FU harms, you suck my, you know what? <laughs> then that's just, that comes with the territory of being a college kid in the student section. But when it's a whole group effort, too far. Focus on one person. Too far. That doesn't get paid. Yeah, exactly. On one person. At the end of the day, Harms got the last laugh. He did. He did. And Purdue's won five straight at uh, IU. (laughs) I I don't hate Purdue. I'm an IU fan. Like, for for me, like, I'm a diehard Bears fan. I'll watch every game. I'll watch most Yankee games, every game in the playoffs. But IU, it's, it's hit and miss for me, man. Everybody's like, got that team. Yeah. See, I, the I, hobby team. I just realized yeah. how much of a we call nerd it the I was. Team. Nice. Yeah, the side yeah. chick team. Yeah. Yeah. Good. They're my side chick team. And let me tell you, this team this year sucks. <laughs> I, I just like, realized. Romeo so Langford, man. Wasted. Oh, my gosh. I realized how people. big of a nerd so I was. Boring because to watch. I was I was sitting here thinking, am I an IU fan or a Purdue fan? And I thought, <laughs> and, and I thought this this was what went through my head, and it was well, I've partied at IU, I've been to parties at IU, and I've had so much fun there. But Mitch Daniels is the president at Purdue, <laughs> yes, he and he's a good dude, and I've met him before. So like, 
Hey, and you, he also hasn't raised a tuition in eight years. And you love Donya Lester. Since 2011. You I like Donya Lester. Donya. My man, Mitch. Um, so, Did you does see? that make me a really big nerd because Mitch Daniels came into my mind because I was <laughs> no. trying to make He's sense. a big pole Mitch for, is a legend. Purdue. He's yeah. a big right, pole. Right. I, I like you, Mitch Daniels. Did you Daniels? see what he said after the game? He pulled Matt Painter, the head coach, aside from Purdue after they'd won. The game was over. Yorktown's own. They got they got him on. You know, somebody had their phone out and was filming it, and he was just like, "Man, I tell you, I was I was telling everybody, if anybody was going to do it, I wanted it to be Matt to make the last shot." So he was he was high. He knew sticking it to he him, knew. baby. He yeah. knew what it was. I wasn't heartbroken. You know, I was like, "Yeah, it's what this team deserves." They don't put any effort in the, most of the games, at least. And the only way I would have been pissed if it was Kentucky. I hate all right. Kentucky. All of that said, that was way too tight for Purdue so, <laughs> down there yeah. for, against this what team. What were you guys doing? I was in Louisville drinking. I mean, I, I, I knew going in that this is IU's best bet to make another statement. Yeah. I, I didn't know so the I was game like, was going on. I knew it was going to be ugly. <laughs> I, I watched was, the last quarter. I, I don't know. See, there's the two halves. So, yeah. it so, uh, well, so yeah, two, every half. time Chase goes to a hockey game, he wonders what the hell happened to the fourth period. <laughs> <laughs> I watched true. the last. Why they cut minutes. the game short? That is uh, to end this segment of the show, the official Boss Hog Liberty poll is three to two that the students did cross the line. Um, and now we are uh, moving into final your vote thoughts. Doesn't count. <laughs> so that means uh, we have revoked NCAA eligibility for the next two years. Yep. Uh, is is are you going to need a new coach? And if yes. so, is, is that going to be the other NBA draft pick from Newcastle, Steve Alford? That's who I wanted originally. I mean, he was okay at UCLA. I like him. I I. Think I mean, this be is a good fit. This is a Newcastle show. You think I? You I know that you have to endorse it. it. I'm pretty. Isn't someone who really likes the show related to him? Yeah. I like Steve Alford. <laughs> I went to his camp in sixth grade. I did. Really? Hey, I'm just I saying. Did. How was that? It was fun. He has really nice hair. No, honestly, so. he's who I wanted originally. You must see Angela MVP Barbershop. And when shop. we got Archie Miller, I, I was excited because he did well in... Over in Ohio. Over yeah, in Dayton, Ohio, yeah. Dayton. But, man, he sucked at Indiana. So he has one more bad year. You got to get rid of him. One more on Chase Leash. Yes. All right. One more. Very short. I mean, listen, man. I want the I want shoe a with winner. the Steve Alford. Well, cream and crimson look pretty good. Uh, it get me what? <laughs> <laughs> you think there's any chance he ever comes comes home to IU, or do you think it's just? I mean, I want to rule it out just because at this point it's like, what the hell else can they do to make them relevant and back in the picture? And every time IU has to make a move, it has to be something okay. that turns the program. Okay, and, we weren't too bad a few years ago with Tom Crean. We, uh, we went to what? The Sweet 16? Too that bad. wasn't good enough for IU. This we is the problem. Kentucky. We beat Kentucky. You gotta, you gotta see, this is what happens. IU thinks that they're constantly the 21-year-old peak on, physical on, condition on. when yeah. they gotta realize, hey, you know what? We're 42 now, balding. Hey, we gotta um, figure it out. Actually, male performance peaks at the age of 29. <laughs> <laughs> In case you were wondering. Well, you know, college days, maybe. <laughs> thinner, more cut. So... Just scientifically speaking, this know. is the problem that I throw that into your next show. IU Joey. thinks that they are absolutely at the you top. You guys are just jealous because IU is always going to be the golden child of Indiana. No, Butler is. No, IU and Butler Notre is, Dame for sure. Okay. Everywhere you go around here, people talk about Butler, but that I think that no might way. be because of Zach. Hold Hahn. on, hold on, hold on. Zach Hahn, people DeGaulle, like Butler. Everyone likes Darnell Butler. Archie, but people love IU and Notre Dame. 
People love IU and Notre Dame. I, well, they love I, they roots, love Notre Dame because it's a religion, man. You everyone have to, roots. The Pope will, everyone the Pope will roots for Butler, but <laughs> if they played really IU, people will root there's for a hunchback there over Butler any day. <laughs> well, I root for Purdue. I love Purdue because of the love of my life. We just walked back in the studio. She's there waving. She now. We got engaged there, so it has a very dear you, place you, in my heart. Purdue's the ugly stepchild. We, we, just saying. Real quickly from Joey. <laughs> real quickly from Joey. We're, you didn't just get engaged at Purdue. You did it big. Eh, not too big. Pretty it's big. actually pretty funny. We'll be able to tell Ballin our kids one day Joey. that we got engaged outside of a no alcohol beyond this point. <laughs> so, you know, at least you had, we weren't under the influence, I you, suppose. You have any pointers decisions. for me? Chase is, Chase is very Man, close. I, I, I feel think like he I'm, hasn't bought the ring yet. I'm in a long-term no. committed relationship. You, you have any I pointers? feel like I'm pretty good with my words, and I think RC will attest to the night we got engaged she's shaking her head I yes had no i couldn't tell you what i said at all i mean i just blacked out i know exactly what i, I did said. the same thing and i i knew that uh i knew that she was gonna say yes we've been dating for like four years yeah so i knew she was gonna say yes but it was like get down on one knee and she you know they get that surprised look on their face and she rehearsed it a thousand times i i do a podcast yeah. I talk all the time. You didn't yeah. yet, and, man. And I, I did the same thing I did whenever I had the ghost pepper. I was like... <laughs> yeah, but he still talked a lot. Uh, <laughs> and she goes, are you going to ask? <laughs> See, I didn't, have a, I didn't have a problem asking. <laughs> I didn't have a problem asking. My problem was the transition. You got to work on the transition because you get to the point where you're, okay, this is what I'm going to kind of talk about. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah. How do you get from A to the point oh, I had, of proposing. I had the whole speech that's where I prepared in my head, up. and I took her to an overlook at the lake in Brookville, and I took our dog with us, and uh, I had this whole speech there. prepared, and I was going to do it right over top of the lake, right where this overlook is at the natural at the state park, and we get to the overlook, and there's a nine year old's birthday party going on, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. Well, probably playing Cardi B or something just like and wild. and and she's like, let's go to the overlook because I told her we were going to take pictures of the dog. And I, I said, how about we just walk through the woods away from the kids? And now she thinks that you're going to kill her. And, <laughs> and, and I, I started walking in front of her. I'm like, lead. I'm trying to lead the way. Well, I was an idiot, and I had the ring box in my back pocket. So she, <laughs> she saw it. <laughs> so I had to wear a jacket. See, I a jacket. when I when I proposed to Sarah, I had I had a photographer lined up with the telephoto lens, like two hundred miles away. Yeah. So there was a she had a she had to hit the mark. She had to be in a certain spot. So it was the. <laughs> We need to shuffle yeah, over here. On. Did you have yeah. the come this way, this way, this you, way? You this have way. masking tape on the ground. No, I had Kirsten, uh, Patreon member Kirsten Kronk asked if all of us asked the ladies' fathers for permission first. I did. I, I did, did as well. I asked the father, the mother, and the stepfather. Look at I, you! Wow, I didn't ask the mother. <laughs> as, as, as a matter of fact, well, I had to use the mother to get to the stepfather. Whenever so. I asked Audrey's father, uh, whenever I was trying to get him to come to my house to ask. Um, Wow, you I, had him come to you. Yes. Wow, that's a power oh, move. Wow. Damn, oh, you come here. I'm going to marry your <laughs> well, daughter. I, I you said, just slapped it right on the table. <laughs> I bought my I said, hey, I, I bought RC's dad like a $50 dinner. I was like, brought him a sweatshirt. Well, like, no, I, did I, you give him an espresso I, shirt? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I like to cook. So so I said, hey, Dennis, how about you come over? We can have, um, we. Uh, I'll make some steaks and stuff for dinner. And he's like, he's like, yeah, sure. Um, and he said, Dennis, can you bring the beer? Cause I'm not 21 yet. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, uh, uh, 
and he he said, "Yeah, I'll ask Monica if she wants to come over." And I was like, "Um, uh, uh yeah. no, this is just you and you and me. It's a guys' night. We're not going to watch sports, but we're yeah." Gonna- so <laughs> yeah, so so whenever he came over, he knew he knew what I was going to do, and yeah. So I just I was like, I was I'm so awkward. I'm such an awkward person, <laughs> and I like beat around the bush for like thirty minutes. Yeah. And I finally was like, I want to ask Audrey to marry me. And he's like, yeah, for sure. And I was like, oh, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> See, my my potential... Have future, you asked yet? No. <laughs> my potential future brother-in-law... Katie's got a cool dad. Her dad is a really cool dude. I'm, I'm really close to her dad. When that time comes, you know, I'll ask him. But my my potential future brother-in-law asked the dad, the mom, and the sister. Ooh. And I'm like... Wow! Well, well, crap! Now I have to ask all. <laughs> you those. have to live up to that. Yeah, you have to ask really Megan. Me off. How does Megan yeah, feel Megan, about you? Megan, who kissed Dakota, they were a thing. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, it's a very small Look town, you, Joey. Dude. Yeah. I've heard stories. Yeah. <laughs> oh, listen, Joey claimed my brother's girlfriend before he even knew her. I was a horrible jerk to uh, <laughs> to, Je- to what Jeremiah to Chase's girlfriend's sister. Can oh, you, you said me. I was like, no, no, sorry. I'm sorry. Dakota, Dakota, Dakota okay. claimed my. Brother's girlfriend before uh, before he did. I did. I claimed dibs way before <laughs> Danny did. She didn't like me though, because <laughs> I was like three years younger than her and and, and a freshman in high school. Dakota, but, right, can you man. do a public apology to Megan real quick? That would. I've be done public apology. I've talked about this on the show way too many times. He said. Sorry, Megan. I have to break up with you. You're not pretty enough. <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> full full disclosure. Hey, you know I, what? I 100% did. Good for you. Too often it's you know the it's not me. It's not you. It's me. You're just straight up like I invented it. You it's ain't not pretty. You, it's me. I yeah. still feel like a horrible person for that. So thank you for bringing it up, Chase. <laughs> oh man. When I asked uh, when I asked Kevin, it was a it was a it was very it felt very appropriate. Kevin's truck had broken down. <laughs> I had this whole thing planned. You where had I was, the perfect moment. I was I was going to, we, it was like Labor Day weekend or f- late fall, yeah. and her family, my family, and a couple other friends, we were all camping down Brookville area. Dakota was going to be there camping. that weekend. We camp a lot. Camping. And uh, Kevin's truck broke down like at Shelbyville, Shelby, right out that yeah. exit in Shelbyville at Highway 44. And he's like, oh, we're just going to get towed home. And I'm like, uh, in my mind, I'm like, no, this is not acceptable. <laughs> Have Johnny so, the truck driver. Yeah, so I'm like thing? negotiating with my dad, who had already gotten there early and dropped their camper off to go pick up my future in law's camper. And dad and uh, Libby went and drove separately with the camper down, and we were going to leave. We were going to drive my parents' vehicle with Kevin. So it, it worked out so that Kevin and I were the two of us, just us driving. Well, Kevin works second shift. So any spare moment he has, he's asleep like that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So we've got like an hour drive from Shelbyville to my parents' house and then down to like Brookville area. And I'm like running out of time because Kevin's asleep. So I slam on the brakes and wake him up. And then I'm like, oh, we're getting, we're literally getting so close. We're like Connors, but we're getting very close. I'm running out of time to ask. And I was just like, <sighs> so I just, I, I literally tried to start like three or four times. It could never, it couldn't get there. And finally I was just like, Damn it! Just ask. he was texting so, me through the whole thing, like, "Oh God, the <laughs> <laughs> truck just broke down." There's nothing like, yeah, somebody who had their truck broke down. He's just trying to get some sleep. Yeah, he yeah. He's he like, "Hey, daughter, hey, can yeah. I, uh, can I be a part of this? Yeah, <laughs> can I be and, in the family?" Kevin is such a man's man too. <laughs> like, he's so he's Kevin's an intimidating dude. He because he's such a manly man. Oh yeah, 
he's a diesel mechanic. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. I love Kevin. So, which it, by the way, seeing seeing him start to choke up at your wedding made me cry. Yeah, like, uh, oh, it's awesome. Yeah. So, so I, I asked, me, I asked him every he's time like, I think about it. He's like, yeah, of course we love you or whatever. He's like, just let me know. I'm like, oh, I'm asking you, Kevin. It was like, I'm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me think about it. Yeah. No, don't think about it. <laughs> Man, yeah. you guys had much like RC's dad just didn't think that I was serious. He, he was, he was kind of like, really? And I said, yeah. Did he and, laugh? And he was like, he kind of like leaned back, gave the old like wise dad like, hmm. Ah. How old are you? I was like, <laughs> I mean, old enough. That's like, that's like my worst fear. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it wasn't like a bad thing, but he just, you know, he the, the having to think talk. about it was my worst fear. And then whenever Dennis was like, "Yeah, sure," I was like, because he had to know, <laughs> what? right? I mean, like as a dad, I like to think twenty years from now, you know, some it's coming. Punk ass kid is like, "Hey, could I? Uh, you want to go get a beer?" Like, oh, like okay, <laughs> he's gonna ask my daughter if he, you know, like, you got to prepare yourself. I think if he's I'm a punk ass kid, he's not gonna be asking first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm more nervous to ask her dad than I am asking her. Hundred percent. Oh yeah, I so, I definitely was. Katie is. Uh, if you don't know this, Katie's very ready for the, for the question. Uh, How long have you been together? Uh, almost three years. Okay. <laughs> Me and Ryan, we really got it like not even a year. So, it's, you uh, know, I, not, so Dakota yeah. and I and some others were in a group chat. <laughs> Sarah was in the background. Uh, <laughs> there, there were some subtle hints like Sarah mentioning her ring size once a month. I mean, you, yeah, you, you know, yeah, which she has definitely done to you. <laughs> Yeah. I know because you've told it to the world on this podcast. <laughs> you just go back and listen to episode 32 if yeah. you've forgotten. Yeah, Jerry called her man hands. <laughs> and then, Great to, to, to add Great. insult to injury, he titled the episode Man Hands. Oh, that's awesome. That's hilarious. That's great. Yeah, in there case anyone of- didn't know, Jeremiah titles the episodes. <clears throat> I do. You gotta. I know because yeah. you got a title. It's something that's that people right. can. And then yeah. I go back and change them whenever I realize that he swapped from colons to dashes, and then back from dashes <laughs> to colons. Right. Gotta like, dude, uh, you gotta keep that consistency. Yeah. Up. All right. Final that's thoughts. Right. We got to get into this. Yeah. Guffy, real quick. You got final thoughts? No. Okay. Great. Chase. <laughs> real quick. I got pulled over. Um, the cop was like. <laughs> Hey, Chase, did you know you were doing 40 and a 30? Were you aware that that was a 30? This is why you're late and disheveled coming Where in. Where was it at? I'm going to say it was in a small town outside, of, right outside of Newcastle. No, tell me the town. Caddis. Kennard. Kennard. <sighs> and I was like, yes, officer. I did know that. <laughs> I was honest. I was nice to him. I was like, listen, man. I was like, I go through this town every day, twice a day, to and from work. I was like, I try to go thirty. I just wasn't paying attention this time. He gave I, me he gave me a warning. Nice. But what I was thinking was, yes, officer, I know it's a thirty because I got pulled over in this exact same spot six months ago. <laughs> no. Um, what? What? Uh, you should never say yes because then they're incriminating. Well, you. for one, thing, it's asking you to self-incriminate. If I get pulled over, talk to Sean Rao, the defense attorney. He will tell you everything you need to know. Going 94. Never no, talk officer, to the police. No Shut the F up. <laughs> if, if I get pulled over and I don't think I deserve it, I'll probably be a little bit of a douche. Not, not enough of a douche to, to get tased, but enough of a douche to where like you give me a ticket. I understand you get pulled over from the police. If anyone's asked, if anyone wants to know the proper order of operations is, uh, sir, do you know how fast you were going? 
sorry, officer, I don't talk to a police with my, <laughs> without my lawyer present. And he says, license and registration, please. And you say, these are my hands. Uh, my registration is in the glove compartment. I'm going to reach for that. And then you open it and you give it to him. And then you say, my license is in my wallet, which happens to be in my back pocket. And I'm going to reach for that. I do not have a weapon. And then, <laughs> bang, you, bang. then you reach uh, for yeah. that and then you give it to him and he walks back to his car. He gives you a ticket. It's in the back pocket. Well, that's a bunch of BS. today. I was like, listen, man, I'll be honest. I have no idea how fast I was going. I was like, I, it's been a long day. I've had a lot of stuff on my mind. I was, I wasn't paying attention and he was a really nice guy, which, uh, that's probably Which why you get warnings and I get tickets. I don't remember. <laughs> it wasn't the usual cop car I usually <laughs> recognize because I usually see the regular cop car by like the, the post office and I'm like, all right, well, I'm going 40. <laughs> and today I really wasn't paying attention and I passed him and I was like, oh, screw. I was about to say that word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. He's going to pull me over. And then he turned around. I knew it was all over. But like I said, nice guy. You I want, are, I, you, are you joining us next week when we talk with uh, Sheriff Deputy Landon Dean? You, we can talk through this. Yeah, I I talked to yeah, Landon. Sure. I've I've talked to him before, right? Yeah. I don't know. He's the one that uh, dates. Uh, no, or no, I don't think he's dating. He's not dating. I know. I don't. Never, who are you talking about? Wrong person. <laughs> you're, you're thinking of Matt Pierce, who, yes. yeah. who is married. He's married to, to, to Newcastle Police uh, Canine Officer Brandy Pierce. So that is actually exactly who I was talking about. Dirty cop. I'm guessing Landon Dean has had a bad dating past, or no? I just don't think he's. No, he's just not all dating. Right. All right, all right. Well, no, I didn't want. I, I didn't I want any of, rumors to start about a future well, guest. All I'm saying is, I was thinking of Matt Pierce. Okay. <laughs> so, so. Yeah. I got pulled over one time doing 72 and a 60 and I had, I had worked a 16 hour shift. What's the fastest you've ever been? Uh, like 98. I haven't broken a hundred. Oh, week. You've never yeah. driven a hundred in a car. Why don't you no, just round it we up covered this in like episode number two of this God. podcast. So you got the 98, but you couldn't go two more. I was in my, I was in my <laughs> 1989 Cavalier. That, that I didn't want to get that 100. Was a, that that was new a Buick's got to do 100, it's a cool man. Car. Yeah, I bet it does. I would definitely do it, but I was going 98. It was raining outside. My curfew was 11 o'clock. It was like 10.58, and I was in Cambridge City. He and I put, live in Dunreath, so... He used to put like a Budweiser cap on his, his little stereo. It was a Killian's Irish Red, and I had it super glued to the volume. I thought it was really cool. Button. I was like, yeah, he's way cooler than I am. <laughs> <laughs> My parents would kill me. All right, Chase. My parents didn't know that I had it. <laughs> I had to steal it from one of their beers in the trash can. But I got pulled over doing 72 and That's a 60. That's not near as cool as I thought. I had worked uh, a 16-hour shift, and I had taken my boots off from work. And the police officer... Your boots with the fur? Yes. And as I said, I say I don't answer questions without my lawyer present. <laughs> you did and not. No, I. that's my standard As procedure. a child, you said this. Yes. At eight, at Is like, that what you really do? Yeah, 100%. I've always I, done that. Do you get the a reason ticket I, every time? Yeah. No <laughs> shit. Do you realize? I don't. I will not talk to police without I, my lawyer present. I've been douchey. Unless it's on your radio show. I've been douchey to cops. Yeah. And I've been very, very respectful to cops. And I've only got a ticket one time. And I've been pulled over a lot. I just... I, I feel like them asking you if you know how fast you're going is trying to catch you into admitting guilt. 
I don't like that question. If they would, <laughs> I, if they would lead with a different question, if they would go, "How are you doing this evening?" I'd be like, oh, "I'm doing really good. How are you doing?" And they would go, "I need to see your license and registration because you were going 72 and a 60." I'd be like, "No problem, officer. Let me just get that for you." You don't. But the your fact shirt. that they say, <laughs> but the fact that they say, "Do you realize how fast you were going?" I say, "I'm sorry, officer. I don't." answer questions without my lawyer present all right and two different approaches he we've seen the he, results he asked me the guy asked me the police officer said are you driving without shoes <laughs> and because i'm the nerd that i am i knew that the state legislature had just uh reformed the law that said that you were legally allowed to drive without shoes on i didn't know was that like, was ever a law wow. it was like 2015 and i said and i said Yes, sir, I am driving without shoes on because I'm just leaving work and you cannot get that me on that anymore because the state legislature just reformed the law. Oh so gosh. he really hates you. Yeah. <laughs> he hated me. He hates you. Yeah. Oh, man. You are previewing the Landon episode uh-huh. so well. This is going to be We can a talk great to Landon time. about this. It'd be a good uh, episode. It's going to be good. Yeah. All right. Are you doing final thoughts, Chase? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Mercifully. Yep. All right. Joey, buddy. Well, thanks for having me. This was fun. I'm glad to be able to come back without uh, Polizzi and then <laughs> because he's just, everybody's always looking at him and I get tired of it. Well, listen, um, <laughs> he does make everybody look bad. Yeah, he does. Oh, yeah. We, I was showing the videos, the espresso videos, and Dakota's like, did you show him the Hammer and Nigel one from the Antelope Club? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dakota's just like, I got to see Joey without a shirt on. Yeah. No, that, ben without a shirt. Uh, yeah, well, that although I am hitting the gym. So. That commercial is hilarious. Yeah, no, he did a really good job. Whenever Hammer and Nigel are washing the car without their shirts, yeah. and at the very end, whenever they, whenever Ben says, when can I start washing cars? <laughs> and they say, when you look as good as us. <laughs> That's good, man. That's some age-old comedy for sure. Uh, Daytona 500, don't watch. Uh, solar power, <laughs> still trying to figure out what Dakota was talking about, but I know that I can charge my phone by the pool now that's with right, solar energy, can. so that's exciting. Yeah. Um, harm, they went too far with harms. You know, boiler up, right, baby? Uh, five straight. I don't know. Five don't straight know. at IU. Uh, this is uh, a Boilermaker state, not a Hoosier state. Then a couple things uh, besides the thank yous. Uh, Espresso did just get a page on 1070thefan.com. Oh, you're official. Oh, nice. So if you go 1070thefan.com slash Espresso Radio, you'll be able to find uh, me and Ben Polizzi's podcast, do, some do of the people, blogs. Do the people that are in Instagram. charge know that you did this or you just did they it on did. your own and like, ah, it's there now? No, I did not. I did not go behind their back, surprisingly, for this. Uh, they they encouraged it. Some of them did. They're the ones, embracing the, the show. The ones that matter did. So you can find us 1070thefan.com slash espresso and then uh, on Instagram at espresso fam. Like I told Chase, we've had Jeff Brom, Pat McAfee, Victor Oladipo, uh, Kirk Barron, Murphy Lee. I mean, it's just a hodgepodge, man. You guys now, are all digital right now. Is there going to be like a, maybe a Saturday show, a Sunday show, some talk of opportunities? Uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully here soon. Got to happen, um, man. Yeah, but that that's it right now. I listen, now, so. now, I listen to you on iTunes. Good. Now, Guffy, I want you to zoom in on uh, on Joey's sweatshirt. And and see this <laughs> this is an espresso pullover sweatshirt crew neck so you crew neck sweatshirt benpolizzi.com somehow he has the monopoly on that they're, uh, his, they're my favorite you gotta go to his name I, I don't like the hoodies as much as I like the regular crew okay, neck there you go so last so year, tell me where I can get those right thank you last year we did the, the hoodies black black hoodies uh, and then this year this fall we did crew necks like yeah, Dakota you mentioned the Heather gray. 
Heather kind with uh, espresso across the chest, really comfy, great to work out in, great to lounge in. Heck yeah. It's nice. You can, they're, they're gender friendly, right? Is that a term? Uh, yes. Know. Yeah, gender the gender neutral. 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 Yeah. I, I prefer friendly better because yes. it's like neutral is just kind of like eh. gender is a spectrum. Friendly is like, ah, oh, we like Biological <laughs> sex does not exist. <laughs> yeah. So com shop is still up. You can get that. We got hats. So, uh, and they're cheap too. The hats are only like 10 bucks and this is like 15 or 20. So, Beautiful. Nothing big. But I, thanks, really. This is a lot of fun. Thank I love coming out here. Thank you. We're, Quick we're glad question. To, we're glad to finally show this place off to you. Last time you were in the spare bedroom, and this time we get to come to the uh, well, I to was the amazed real by that, dude. And then now I come here, and I'm like, yeah, holy man, that was a cow. pain in the butt to take apart when we sold the house. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Quick question. Yeah. Is that the famous Jordan hat? This is, yeah. This it is, is uh, the black on black. I thought awesome to be in the presence of the famous Jordan hat. I thought I had lost it. Uh, it was a very, very sad day for me. And then, uh, per usual, my fiance, uh, found it just laying under the bed. They so are great at that. Me, so. You say, Hey babe, have you good. seen this? And they go, yeah, you dumbass. It's right here. <laughs> Take your head out of your ass and look. And it's like, uh-huh. there it is. So yes, yeah. I, I had that experience last night with bacon. Uh, I made the wrong thing. It was thing under for your bed. I couldn't find the. It was bacon. under your bed. Yeah. <laughs> Turn, turns, turns out I had I had to move something. And it was Sarah, right there in the fridge have all you along. seen the bacon? Yeah, you dumbass. It's under the bed. You've been sleeping <laughs> on it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Dakota. Final thoughts. You got anything? Uh, my final thoughts are: I think it was a good idea to cancel the Newcastle City primary. Um, uh, don't talk to the police. Because they are trying to self-incriminate. Don't listen to Dakota. You button your shirt down and you say, I'm sorry, sir. You have a great day. Would you like me to move to a safer location for you? What do you do when the police ask you a question? Warning every time. You show them your hands and you shut the F up. Without your lawyer, you don't say anything. And also, none of you will ever know the location of my bug out. <laughs> <laughs> or your safe word. We won't know. Safety word, safe word is more. <laughs> uh, but thank you all for listening. Uh, I have a great time doing this podcast. Thank you, Joey, uh, from Espresso mm-hmm. Podcast for coming on 1070 The Fan. Um, it's great to have people like you on that have experience on radio because we get to have a good time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And once again, thank you all for subscribing, uh, liking, and reviewing us on iTunes. We haven't had a single bad review on iTunes yet. I noticed the other day. Yeah, on Facebook, my mom gave me four stars the one time, but otherwise it's been great. (laughs) Did you see my review? You reviewed us on uh, iTunes. On iTunes? Yeah. No. You see it? Did you talk about yourself? I can't see names on iTunes. Whenever I look at the reviews, I can't see names. The name is Chaz. (laughs) Chaz. Yeah, I used an alias. Okay. I'll look for that. I don't remember it, but I'll look for it. It said I'd just, F those guys. <laughs> that was me. Uh, but uh, it, it's getting to that time of the year again where we will be posting our uh, Boss Hog of Liberty survey. So if you are a regular listener of the show, if you are just a sometimes listener of the show, tell us what you like, what you don't like, and we will try to change accordingly. No promises, though. And uh, also... The Libertarian Party of Henry County, of Delaware County, of Rush County, of all of District 6 will be hosting our convention where we will be nominating our party officers as well as the um, uh, people that we are going to put up for elected office in the municipal elections in 2019. Uh, that will be at Montgomery Steakhouse on March the 2nd, which is a week from this Saturday. 
And uh, it's $22 to uh, purchase your ticket, which pays for the location and also all of the food that we will be having. So I really hope everybody comes there. Uh, I really am looking forward to seeing everybody come. Uh, If you are not a member of the Libertarian Party, then you can come. You're always welcome to attend. But you do have to be a member to vote on official business. You can come, but you can't eat, speak, or drink. <laughs> you can eat. You can eat. If you pay the $22, we'll let you eat. Hey, real quick. Do you guys use your Instagram at all? Uh, the, I'm a, the I'm a Twitter guy. But Chris, man, Chris I, Guffey is in charge my, of that. Uh, Boss Hog. Yeah, yeah, Guffey does it. Yeah, not, he's, a, he's the man. Not very much? No, I know you're, you're more Facebook. Espresso is more Instagram. Yeah, I can't get behind it. So I, tried, for, I just want to let you all know, because I didn't know if you saw it or not, not to humble brag here, but not even a humble brag, but I just didn't know if you saw it. But when you guys had your 100th episode last week, we posted a story, tagged you guys, congratulated oh, We you. missed so, it. Oh, my oh, gosh. No. I didn't. You know, it's, oh, uh, man. So sorry. It's a big – your Instagram, Graham, is very strong. I mean, your guys' Facebook is very strong, so that's why we wanted to put it on Instagram so they, you know, maybe get some. But yeah, so congrats again on over 100. Appreciate that, Joey. To get to that level, that's awesome. So good deal. It's very cool. Um, All right, final thoughts for me. If you join Patreon, we've talked about it, and I think we're going to do it this year for sure. Uh, I don't think we'll put Chase in charge because it won't actually happen. Well, listen. We're going to do an NCAA. (laughs) I'll I'll just say it. You know, (laughs) Brantley's like a younger brother to me. And Chase. Christy's like the, the younger sister I've never wanted. Chase, you don't have say a it. younger sister. If you apologize, exactly. <laughs> don't apologize. All right. So if you join the Patreon group, uh, we're going to have an NCAA pool. So and Mark Craig, Madness. Craig DeCosta is my dad. <laughs> All right. NCAA pool. Join Who's Patreon. Uh, Christopher you a, this Bilbrey. is like your one week, week and a half. He, he's the creepy uncle. <laughs> what about Jonathan Phillips? I don't know that guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're a mess, Jason. <laughs> You're a I mean, mess. I mean, he is the other crazy uncle. You right. said creepy the first time. Yeah, I know. Okay. All right. <laughs> Shut up, Dakota. <laughs> you're, you're, you're terrible. Uh, all right. Yeah. Join if you join the Patreon any level, we'll let you in the uh, the NCAA bracket. So we're gonna have one. Which I Listen, will yes. not be participating. No, in. you've got to be your host. <laughs> Neither will I. You. <laughs> How much? How much? How much should we do? Five? I don't one. know. I don't know if we do it free for members, Patreon members, because they've already contributed, or what we'll do. We should do free for Patreon members. And you have to purchase something off the Amazon wish should list we just for do non-Patreon it? members. Should we do it for Patreon members, and then they get like a cool gift? I don't know. We'll, we'll work it out. You and I will spearhead this thing. But right. the only people that are in it are cast, family, Patreon members. So join right. the Patreon. If you're not one of those, get in there. We will see you all next week. Episode 102, Landon Dean, the uh, park board president. Maybe I'll get tased. Town council member in, uh, in Knightstown. And, uh, Sorry, sir. I don't speak to the police without my lawyer president. <laughs> and, and Henry County Sheriff's de- Department. We'll see you all next week. Thank you for listening to the Boss Hog of Liberty, which is part of the We Are Libertarians network. I am Chris Spengel, and I am the founder of this network, and I invite you to listen to all of our shows, which you can find at wearelibertarians.com or by searching for these in your podcatcher. The flagship show is the We Are Libertarians podcast, where we apply libertarian principles to current events. The Brian Nichols Show is a conversation amongst Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, Independents, as they talk about what is happening in the news. And we have many other podcasts like The Chris Spangle Show, Upward, The Cost, Raw Audio Politics, Miranda's World, and Tad Talk. 
which is quite a ride. So check all of these out. Go to WeAreLibertarians.com, and you can check out all of our great podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at WeAreLibertarians.com.